welcome to the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. Now, whether you're one of the hundreds of thousands of women experiencing hair loss for any number of reasons, or if you're curious and want to check out what alternative hair is all about, you are in the right place. Hi, I'm Deborah. I am a certified alternative hair specialist, educator, and the co-creator of a -a one-of-a-kind, shame-free, stigma-free alternative hair boutique called Very Best Little Hair House, and that's where the magic happens. That's where I help women and men like you find the alternative hair that brings their inner beauty out. We take over where genetics or Mother Nature drop the ball and help you find and wear the alternative hair that makes you feel vibrant. I've made it my business to discover all there is to know about good wigs and toppers, and I love to talk about them. It's not just hair. It's so much more than that. This is about feeling complete, and if alternative hair is the way for you to do that, I got you covered. Yeah, it sucks when you see your scalp shining through your hair, but you know what? There is joy in finding the right alternative hair, trust me. It can be overwhelming at first. I mean, where do you start? Wig? Topper? Oh my God, will somebody know? What if my wig falls off? First of all, take a deep breath, I got you covered. This podcast addresses all things alternative hair. It's not always as easy as just finding a wig and putting it on, so I'm going to give you a tell-it-like-it-is viewpoint from what I see firsthand. I've been through it all. Stress, hair loss, alopecia, chemo. So I started my own journey about 20 years ago, and at that time I had nobody to talk to or get advice from, so I am here for you. And I can tell you this, even on my best natural hair day, I never looked or felt as confident as I do in my alternative hair. And now after five years of helping people in my shop get over that fear and get out there, I am bringing this to you to inspire, empower, and educate you. It's simple. When you look good, you feel even better. And if alternative hair is part of that confidence, who cares if you grew it or if you bought it? Forget your grandma's wig and prepare to look red carpet gorgeous. Time to end this shame and stigma. Life is too short not to love who you are, and I want you to get excited about the possibilities. So grab your headphones, feel the love I am sending your way, and let's do this. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Alternative Hair Alchemist podcast. This is Deborah Heim. Each week, I will talk about a different subject to give you hope so that you know that it is possible to have hair loss, to wear wigs, and actually enjoy it. One of the key things that I want you to learn to do is change your mindset from I have to wear a wig to I get to wear a wig. It's kind of a limiting belief we all have from old programming about wigs. Everybody knows someone that has a horrible wig and they're like, oh, God, don't let that be me. And the whole fear of hair loss and everything like that. But I am here to show you that you can be a shining example of loving yourself, whether you have hair or whether you don't. Getting okay with alternative hair, it really does help when you find some that makes you look and feel beautiful. But it also starts by being aware of the stories that we tell ourselves and reframing a lot of the language. For example, 
If you constantly say, I suffer from hair loss, and you feel yourself actually suffering, then there is a place that you might want to start. So as someone who has been through it all, I am here to help you. And if this podcast helps you or you like it, please let me know. And just know that I am available to work one-on-one with you as well. And we'll talk about that later. But today I wanted to talk about going from either sudden hair loss or gradual hair loss to wearing a wig. I've said it before, you do not need a reason, you do not need a diagnosis to want to wear a wig or a topper. However, some people feel they do. I want to ensure you that you don't. And today I hope to give you some guidelines that might help you weed through that endless sea of choices out there. But first, let's talk about sudden hair loss. That can be traumatic. Just this past couple of weeks alone, I had a very young client that faced brain surgery that had their hair shaved that thought that they would be okay making it through just wearing beanies and what have you. But there comes a point where you want to look and feel like yourself. So believe me, when you find the right alternative hair, that can help you do that. And worst case scenario, you find the wig you like, you have it, you don't need to wear it every day, but it does make you feel better knowing that it's there if you choose to do that. Now, with gradual hair loss, sometimes going to the first wig is a little bit of a process because wigs are not made to mimic hair loss. There is such a thing as a low-density wig or lines of wigs that are made with a lot less hair because women are starting the trend of wanting to look natural. However, when you first put a wig on and you're going from extreme gradual hair loss, your first sensation will be, that's too much hair and it looks like a wig. That's basically, I wrote my thoughts about that in a book available on Amazon. So you might want to check it out if that's you, because I talk about how my own story and what happened through that. I think with gradual hair loss, sometimes it takes you a couple of tries. I have people that it takes a couple of visits to come to my store to get okay with wearing a wig or topper. But when it's sudden hair loss, you're kind of in a hurry to find that one wig And I am here to tell you it is possible. First thing, like I covered in many podcasts, it doesn't have to be a human hair. And if you need a wig in a hurry, sometimes getting the human hair, there's color availability. And then if you want someone to color adjust it, sometimes that can take some time. So I assure you that there are synthetics out there that cost much less that you can get as your starter wig. And I think it's a good idea to do a synthetic first or as well as your human hair wig because A, you're going to save a lot of wear and tear on the human hair wig and B, you will learn much better how to take care of it. Even combing your wig can be a trick to keeping it long lasting. I have videos about that, but the basics of the care of your wig are key. So when someone comes to my store or they send me a picture or I see them on Zoom, the first question I have is, what side do you part your hair on? Because this is huge. And this is something that I don't think women think about because when you choose the wig from the picture, sometimes you don't think to look for that. 
and some wigs have a fixed part. So you need to ask yourself, can I live with a part on the other side? I have some people that can and some people that just feel they can't or won't, and that's your personal decision. But I'm here to tell you, if you get the wig that looks good, feels good on your head, you can get used to a part on the other side, or you can even get used to not wearing bangs. I promise you that. So if a part on a particular side is very important to you, make sure that you look in the description that the wig has what you're going to want, ideally, is either hand-tied or full mono, temple-to-temple mono. That means you will have the parting versatility. Now, if it's not so important to you, great, continue on. The second thing I take into account is, is the person a bangs addict? Because quite honestly, many women in my age group, we, I used to be one myself, just you get so used to having bangs that you don't want to be without them. And that is great. You can find a wig and you can do clip-on bangs with it. You can cut a bang into it because I will tell you right now that most of the wigs coming out there, if they do have a bang, they have a longer grown-out bang. So there are many YouTube tutorials of how to cut a dirty bang or fringe bangs And we're all scared to cut our wig, which usually I recommend two things. Number one, wear it in the house before you take scissors to it. Number two, if you can find a professional that does it, that's the best idea, at least for me. And number three, if you're not going to wear the wig, what do you have to lose by taking a chance with the scissors? So you're going to look for part. You're going to look for bangs. The next thing is length. Now, I will get people that are like, my hair was always my best feature. I've always had long, thick hair. So in that case, your easiest transition will be to get a wig of a similar length. I do want to tell you, though, that the longer wigs are more maintenance. They do tend to wear faster. But if it is a matter of your self-confidence, you want the longer wig to start with and just learn to care for it as you go along. I have another episode on tips and tricks in a YouTube video on life in a long wig because I love them myself. That is out there as well. And I'm not the only person that has YouTube videos out there. I always recommend really good ones in my group, Wise Wig Advice on Facebook. So that is a place you can come and ask a question. And I always find the best videos that will probably give you the answer. Another recommendation I have for if you want wigs that last longer is shoulder length or above. If you've had long, thick hair all your life and you want to still have that hair sensation, there are many classic bobs that are nice and thick that end at the shoulders or slightly below. That may be an option for you to take a look at because Not every wig comes in every color, nor should it, because some look better than the others. But sometimes one of the other factors that you want to look at with going from your hair to a wig is the color. You're going to want to feel comfortable. So I always advise trying to find the color that's closest to yours. 
And that is something that I also can help you with because I carry 15 different brands as an authorized dealer. So I know who makes what. So if you ask me for a style recommendation, I ask you what's your most important features of what you're looking for. And then I can direct you from there. The last thing that I feel is very important with how the wig looks on your head is fit. Now you can find ways to measure your head. The main measurement to start with, as far as I'm concerned, is circumference because every wig out there, most of them are deemed average, but every brand's average can change from brand to brand. So sometimes getting a first wig, it's a little bit of like, let's say, an educated gamble. I always say you never really know until you have the wig on your head, but the way the wig fits is huge. If your head is a little more petite than the wig, the wig can be overpowering and vice versa. If you have a larger head, it's a challenge to make it fit. The hairline can sit really way too far back. So there's a little bit of trial and error involved with ordering wigs. And that's another thing I can help you with when you come to the shop. You're not going to just try one or two or three on. We go for up to an hour. I write it all down because sometimes you will like more than one. So that way I have a record for a future decision. And if I'm helping you via video basis, I am going to be able to suggest which ones are likely to fit better than the others. And that is one thing I do know I can help you with because it's not just my experience with the wigs. I have helped over a thousand people at this time, so I tend to know I've got it down to where as soon as I put the first wig on your head and feel your head, I got you. And quite honesty, that's where the alchemist part comes out because I love what I do. When I am working with a client, I feel in the flow. I feel connected to something higher, and I take this very seriously. So taking into account all of the variables, the style, where it parts, whether it's bangs, the length, and the color, sometimes you will find you've narrowed it down to a few choices, but not one wig has all of your qualifications. So in that case, that's when you have to ask yourself, is which qualifications are more important. Number one, you always want fit, but length and color can be worked with or you can get used to, let's put it that way. I had some clients that will find their almost exact hairstyle duplicated in a style and a fit, but the color isn't exactly the same. Well, in that case, sometimes it's a matter of realizing that You've locked yourself into maybe a color choice. And this is what I can also describe as a limiting belief. I get so, so many women that feel they can't wear another color. But I'm here to remind you that women color their natural hair every day. So if you can find a wig that's pretty darn close, makes you feel great, but the color's slightly different, I say try it anyway. It can start as simply as deciding I look good in this wig and choosing to wear it. Then when the compliments start to come in, I say anchor that feeling in and remember that it is always a good idea to have a bank of positive memories to draw from for when you have a little bit of anxiety. And I still have it myself sometimes before I leave the house 
So I'm here to tell you that even I live with it after years of color changing, helping people, what have you. Don't let it stop you. And the opposite can be done as well. Say you find a wig in a color that is perfect for you, but the style isn't exactly like the style you've been known to wear. Well, go with that as well, because people will just assume that you went and got your hair cut. I can tell you firsthand that that has been my experience. So choosing your wig overall with color as the most important feature is okay too. So to sum it all up, part, length, bangs, color, fit, all of those are what you want to take into account when you're choosing your wig. And one suggestion I have for you is YouTube video reviews. Now, I personally will watch a review on double speed because my main objective is to see the wig on the person, see how it moves, hear their thoughts. But sometimes when you get into YouTube videos, they can get quite a bit of information. But if you just want a quick look, that's my little hack. Pull up the video, watch it on double speed. If they say something that helps you, then mark that video and listen to it closely but that's been one of my greatest assets to find is a YouTube review by somebody that knows and wears wigs. And I first started my wig journey. I found videos by Wigs by Patty's Pearls and her videos are awesome. Content is always helpful, short, to the point. I absolutely love her. I'm getting all fangirl now but she definitely taught me a lot and made me excited about alternative hair. So thank you, Patty's Pearls. If you like this podcast, tell a friend if you think it can help somebody. If you want to get in touch with me, deborahheim.com, verybestlittlehairhouse.com, message me. I am not hard to find. I would love to help you, whether it's with choosing a wig or whether it's getting okay with yourself and happier in your life, and okay with the years going by, I'm telling you, I am enjoying my older years. If I can help you do that, let me know. And until next time, peace, love, and alternative hair. If you loved this episode and want to connect with me, please go to my website and drop me an email, verybestlittlehairhouse.com, so we can get in touch. And until next time, remember that you are beautiful perfect and loved just the way you are.